Park on Hero Show, and today we're reviewing Hellboy. I am your host, Orlando, and with me today, as always, is Pedro. Hello, hello. What up, what up? And like always, we're going to give a quick spoiler-free review of the movie, and then we're going to jump right into the spoilers. So, Pedro, take it away. What'd you think? Um, let me do the quick summary. So the quick summary is, um, Hellboy, uh, <laughs> there's not much to say about this one. Actually, he is a demon that gets summoned and raised by humans. And he gets raised into this group called the BPRD that they pretty much hunt monsters. So the premise of the movie is pretty much this blood queen gets released onto the world and uh, the BPRD along with Hellboy have to go in and stop her. It's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah, pretty much. That's a good uh, summary. So, um... So here's the thing with this movie. This movie got totally shitted on. Yeah, it's currently at what critics. a fourteen percent Rotten Tomatoes. Yep, it is. Uh, let me look at this right here. Yep, currently fourteen percent on the tomato meter, and I think that is criminal. Yeah, with a budget of fifty million dollars so far, within two weeks, it's made thirty million dollars. So it's not gonna. It, it was made with fifty million. Yeah, it's Thank not. Thank God, I thought it, it was hitting the two hundred million route. Like no, no, whole. I mean, it kind of show a little bit, kind of hints at the fact that it didn't cost that much because mm. that CGI, though. But other than you're that, right, you're right. Other than that, um, if anything, they're gonna break even, so that's not too bad. Yeah, but it's not enough for a sequel, unfortunately. No, because as you're gonna find out, I actually enjoyed it. I'm one. Of, I'm one of the others that, strangely enough, the CG was horrendous. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna deny that. Um. But I loved David Harbour as Hellboy. I actually really liked it. And uh, his banter with uh, with his father figure, um, this guy right now, I just blanked out on his name right now, uh, Ian McShane, I thought it was pretty good too. And it just had this weird, fun, uh, like cheesy, campy is the word I'm looking for. It had this like fun, campy like vibe to it. And so what it really reminded me of was like Van Helsing. So Van Helsing is not really a great movie. <laughs> but to me, if it's on, I'll watch it because there's just something stupid and fun about it. Yeah. And I felt the same with this. So it's like, it's a good, dumb popcorn flick. And it was so true to the comics. And the thing with the comics is there's so much shit in the comics that happens that you just kind of scratch your head and go, what the fuck were these people smoking when they wrote it? And all those moments, a lot of those moments are in the movie. So when everyone's scratching their head, I'm just like, ah, they threw that in there. I didn't think they'd be ballsy enough to throw that in there. And they totally did. It's just fucking bizarre. So I'm going to actually give it a three out of five because I genuinely liked it. Yeah. It's not a great movie, but it's to me, it was it was it was enjoyable. Yeah. And I'd watch it if it's on TV. So, uh, yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm around there. I'm like about. 2.5, 2.7. Like I'm pretty much out of three. Like I'm, yeah. I'm around there. I didn't, I did not hate it. Um, I really do not agree with the criticism that it's gotten from a lot of people. Like mm-hmm. I, I think even the parts that people are like zany, like the parts you talk about in the comics, the way it's written in the movie, it makes sense. It's not like they're going from like destination to destination. It doesn't make sense. Like it all ties in really well i mean it's a bit fast paced clearly yeah it's fast paced but it all ties into the art it all ties in so it's not nothing that like it's 
out of left field mm. if you're not you know if you're paying attention and um i think it would have made a better series i agree than a movie that's what it is definitely i think some moments like one moment could have been literally one episode and yeah. another moment could have been this easily could have been a good eight episode yeah episode. if they would have made this like a i don't know an amazon series or something i yeah. think it would have been great I think, I, for some reason i felt like amazon would pick this up i don't yeah, know yeah i i i think it would have been a good show honestly i think it would yeah. have been a, good a, show. a better mini series than, yeah. than a movie especially, definitely especially with uh david harbour as um as a lead as a lead like and i think people are more easily acceptable binging shows yeah because they're already there so yeah mm-hmm. i think yeah as a show i think it would have done better but yeah regardless i i liked it i i i didn't hate it i thought it was a a good movie and um just because all the backlash it got i decided to watch hellboy one recently okay yeah yeah and it's I, been a long time since i've seen that one so yeah, how was it, it um honestly like it's an old movie i remember it being so, overrated so as fuck it came in 2004 so for a, a 2004 movie it's it's pretty good okay it's pretty standard um i comparing the two david harbors and um ron perlman ron, ron perlman i i like ron perlman's delivery more mm. he's more it's more funnier like he's more like like laid back with it like he has mm. more like he's more witty like the banter with him is more witty. okay uh they both they both have some character flaws, but it kind of makes sense in yeah. each, each in each movie. And when we get to spoilers, I'll, I'll bring up the Hellboy original movie and how I thought about it. But yeah, mm-hmm. CGI in this movie was terrible. Agreed. And once again, I did see, I just saw the Donna Ford movie, and they kind of like yeah on par with CGI, which it shouldn't be because you're right. It really shouldn't. It, uh, I, I remember the CG being really bad in two thousand the two thousand four one, even but, though the the ending sequence. But it, it like, wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. But I mean, compared to now, it's on par with that movie so mm. yeah the cgi um wasn't that good um so yeah let's get into spoilers let's yes let's, let's get into it guys so so uh check it out or don't check it out it's up to you but i i yeah. enjoy if you like dumb silly campy like you know monster mashes then definitely i i, yeah. I recommend it and like for example like, i didn't like captain marvel that much and uh, this okay. sits around that kind of feeling i had like this is middle of the road pretty good right not like, like great. Th- there's better stuff out there. Obviously, yeah. But clearly. since it's on, why not? Yeah. Okay. And at this at this point, like if I if you would ask me which one to pick, you've seen Marvel movies left and right mm. by now, and they're so the formula. Go watch Hellboy. Like that's my feeling. Like if you haven't wow. seen okay. Captain Marvel and you are like, oh, Captain Marvel, Hellboy, watch Hellboy. Nice. Because you haven't seen something like this before. Yeah, definitely. So, this is really balls to the wall yeah, craziness. Especially with the story and how a lot of things are going on. Yeah. 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 Watch this instead. Watch something different. Yeah, it's, it's really out there. So if yeah. you enjoy what the fuck scratching your head, then definitely because yeah. I sure I certainly did. So let's get into those what the fuck moments, Pedro. All right. Well, okay. So the, the, the story kind of starts with a lot of exposition, like pretty much the Dark Ages, the Blood Queen Nimue, Nimue, I mean, and the whole King Arthur thing. And a lot of people are probably thinking, what the fuck? fuck does king arthur have to do with any of this hellboy stuff yeah but it ties I, in. I, i've read the comics so uh the king arthur thing is a big part because we find out later his lineage but uh and the whole excalibur thing and then it cuts over to hellboy in tijuana which is another uh comic that where he's in mexico and he's fucking drunk out of his mind 
And so many years you find you're trying to figure out what the hell did he do in Mexico? And they finally released a comic about what it was. Right. And that's what the opening sequence is. Like his partner or one of his partners are there. They were undercover to like, you know, get the vampires and he becomes a vampire and he's a luchador vampire. So he has to jump in and fight him and pretty much just like kill him the same way, like stabbing him with the, 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 the pole of the, uh, the wrestling match. And, uh, I was just like, holy shit, they're adding all of this in here. I thought that was pretty fucking neat. Yeah, it's, you know, cheesy and weird or whatever, yeah, but... I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was fine. I mean, as someone who didn't read the comics, I felt like it was a big comic book, yeah. basically. You know what? That's probably why. I think this felt more comic booky than 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 the other movie. Yeah. From what I remember of the other movie. The other, the other movie had a very just... It's very easy to follow. Like, there's one villain... Mm-hmm. There's mo- there's one main villain. There's multiple villains. They're doing one thing, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's very easy to follow. There's not like a lot of destination moving around. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. There was a lot of moving around here. Oh, this is a ton. Yeah. The thing is, is uh, so the Hellboy comics are very short. So this movie really combined like four or five of the comics. Right. Yeah. Of course, they're all sequels of each other, so it all ties in. So this was pretty much like one long story arc. That they turned into a movie. I, it felt rushed, sure, but you know it was fine as it was. So uh, yeah, so after that Tijuana uh, story, he comes back home, you know, fighting with his dad or whatever. Yeah. And I kind of liked um, his. Uh, so if I remember correctly, in the original movie, the main reason why he's so like grouchy and like emo is because it's like he won't find love or like oh so, I'm, I'm a monster who's gonna love me type so, shit. So they're they're both of them have like their teen angst kind of thing, yeah. like the their thing that they're hung up against. Right. And but if I remember Ron Perlman's, it was more about love. Ron Perlman was like I'm a monster, and he loved Liz, which had to be the pyro character basically. And so she's like, well, who's going to love me? Because look at me, I'm a, right. I'm a demon. See, I hated that. I remember, right. and that's not in the comics at all, which is funny enough. I, when I saw the original movie, I didn't read the comics yet. Right. And so, so, so even in the movie, I'm like, yo, this is whiny as fuck. I don't like it. So, so they're both ups- like a lot of the criticism. I, well, not a lot of the criticism I read. Maybe I've read a few articles. I didn't really like the dynamic of like his dad and him. Really? Like bantering. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like yeah. they're, they're pretty much at, at odds with each other. Right. I actually enjoyed it. But I thought it made sense. Yeah. Like, like. D- so, d- dad, you're killing all these monsters. Why save me? Exactly. And then you're making me kill my own kind. Essentially. Right. Exactly. So and it's like, you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, cre- you created a soldier, not a, not, not a son. Right. And they didn't explore that in the original Hellboy. It, like, no. like I said, it was just him like. Just, oh, you're, I'm on this mission? Cool. It was more of a Beauty and the Beast thing. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, more of a Beauty and the Beast. So they're both. Don't look at me. So they're both hung up on two different characters, basically. Uh, David Harbour is like this teen angst with his dad. And while, while uh, Ron, uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman's character is like stuck on his girl. So they both have like their like dilemma. Um, but I like Ron Perlman's delivery more. He's more mm. witty. And I guess maybe it allowed. He's not going through so much, like in that's uh, like he's not he's not reflecting on himself so hardly. Yeah, like this the, one was more. Yeah, like this one was he he had some some jokes here and there, but nothing like too too no. wild. It, it was more of him reacting to the situations right. more than anything like the fuck. Yeah, and I, and Ron Perman's character, I guess, is like. It's like when his his character was more. He's more like a, yeah, whatever. More, more and he was more comedic, and I, I I'm not sure it was because maybe like well I'm ugly I have to be funny I don't know what the how mm. they wrote it like that but 
it was just um he was more comedic more way more funnier and i i i i did enjoy him what i liked about david harbour's uh hellboy is how grungy he looked yeah like so like i said i've watched both movies literally like almost back to back and i saw uh hellboy on like wednesday and i saw the new, the old one on like on a friday okay so i watched it back to back and von perman's hellboy is clean cut like yeah. his his horns are yeah, nicely everything's perfect everything's perfect and you could tell like they just put like red on his face and his body and that's yeah. it that's the thing they're like oh i don't like the prosthetics for david harbour uh ron perlman's prosthetics were bigger uh, i'm like that's ron perlman's face yeah that's not prosthetics <laughs> and and david harbour's <laughs> face looked like he got like bad plastic surgery it looked like he got beat the fuck up yeah so yeah. it makes sense it's like it's like he probably been through a lot. his his head and body had been like pretty much yeah. smashed to smithereens. And, and I kind of liked how they showed his horns were growing. So he had to like sand them off, you know, yeah. little details to show that he's organic. Even yeah. though of course he looked fucked up. And yeah, yeah. So I thought, I thought it was actually pretty good um, in that sense. And I, I did like, I, and his teeth were fucked up. Yeah. I just liked that he just looked like an actual ugly demon. He looked grungy, like, like just gritty. They, they didn't try to pretty him up. Yeah. Beautify him to be like the super heroic. It's like, this guy's, a fucking demon at the end yeah. of the day like he's he's ugly and he's fighting his own kind it's so. funny because um Ron Perman's character uh, was telling Liz because you know that's his love interest he's just like look I can I can promise you that I always look this good <laughs> and oh, you know he's yeah. a buff character and obviously he doesn't he looks you know like a demon but not ugly like right, David he's still Harbour. chiseled he's still chiseled he's still yeah. Like a, yeah so he looks like a pretty demon yeah like even david harbour's arm even the arm looked all fucked up yeah. it just had like this raggedy look i actually enjoyed that i did i did i did that enjoy more. that so yeah i did like their banter um there yeah, I, I understood why and, and the dad at the end they was like stop being such a little bitch yeah. like it was always I so funny. saved you yeah I, I, it, it, it felt like a teenager with a dad it made sense why he was so hung up on his dad and especially with the work he's doing yeah so yeah I like that. And um, so in the plot line also uh, goes into this Osiris club that they hunt giants. So they bring Hellboy on along to go hunt the it's giants. It's basically the British version of the the BDGR or whatever. Group. Yeah, yeah. The BPR in a way, but just for giants. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they do that. And then they... So, yeah, that was another part in the comics that I'm like, oh, fuck, they're bringing in the giant hunt. Yeah. And, and it makes sense. It makes sense of like... As when you watch the movie, like this is guy, the guy, yeah. this guy literally fights demons. It would it would make perfect sense that right. the British is asking him to yeah, just help, just tag along and, tag and along. fight all this other shit. And and I like that they added that. So I guess what I loved and at the same time I felt like was the downfall of the movie was that it tried so hard to do world building. It was like, hey, we got fairies here. Hey, we got giants here. Hey, we got demons. Hey, we got witches. We got zombies. We got everything. Like you name it, we got it. We got vampires. We got and yeah. they threw it all in there, and it was overwhelming for people. I love that they did that, but it also was a lot. Like it really was yeah. a lot. But but I did like the fact that they showed, hey, this is this is this is the world. The world right. is all this craziness. So I loved and at the same time felt like, damn, they they put maybe a little too much. Yeah, I mean, and of course the giant CG was terrible, uh, just terrible, horrible. But there, like I said, it just brought me back to like I feel like I'm watching Van Helsing again. Like it's this is terrible, but there's just something fun about it. Right. Like it's not taking itself seriously. The movie did, really didn't take itself serious. No, it didn't. And I felt like that's what what made me like enjoy it so much. Um, I like that they brought in the whole like fairy storyline with like the Alice medium, and I'm glad they didn't because in the in the comics they kind of hint at like a love thing between him and Alice. I'm glad that the movie totally just 
cut that completely like all love shit out the window yeah it was just it would have been too fucking weird it, it kind of would especially since he's he saw only, her as a baby yeah it was weird when i read it in the comic too i'm like oh that's that's weird like you saved her as a baby um it was kind of weird that they made her one of the main characters of the BPRD, but you know that's fine. Uh, for for the for this story, it made sense for it, this movie. It made sense because like everyone he's talking to pretty much either hates him or doesn't like respect him. Oh yeah, and this is the only person he could kind yeah, of. She, she's the only one that vouches for him. Uh, yeah, so it makes sense that she's all, she's on along for the ride. And then they introduce uh, everyone to Ben Damio or Daimio. Which is uh, Daniel Day Kim from Hawaii Five-0 and Lost. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I'm glad he's doing something. You know, I, I, now that he got kicked out of Hawaii Five-0, you know, for not getting paid enough. But then I yeah. saw this movie and getting a sequel. So I'm like, ah, bad choice, buddy. I'm yeah. so sorry. But uh, I actually really like this character. He was the hard ass, you know, and then he becomes a fucking... Cheetah boy, basically. Yeah, pretty much a leopard werewolf. Yeah. Which, uh, they made him a lot smaller than the comic counterpart, but that's fine. You know, CG probably would have been just as weird anyways. Yeah. But he's supposed to be a big fucking, like, giant lichen-like thing, but... Yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty... Most of the characters are cookie cutter, in a sense. And I thought he was... They they got the, um, like, the archetypes. Yeah. You got got the hard ass, you got the... Yeah. You know, the, the one that's... The, the 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 angsty one and then you have uh this chick's more like the um i don't know the glue yeah brings them together kind of like the one that like is uh the voice of reason in the group yeah she, yeah, she kind of was the voice of reason yeah for sure um yeah so I, I felt like his character was very just um you know militant you know i've always been a soldier kind of guy and you know i did like it i just thought it was just very cookie cutter mm-hmm. in the sense of like um one of the one of the plot points that they added that shouldn't have been added yet they kind of should have just saved it for a sequel was uh baba yaga like as far as the main plot she wasn't really needed yeah and that's it, that was weird I, I, because I felt like they put her in there as a setup for the sequel and and i think that that fucked up on screen time oh, that was needed oh that makes sense yeah because she was you know hellboy took out her eye and then she becomes a villain later on but, she's a reoccurring villain in the series but she didn't really play anything in the uh in the climax it was just like the fight in the house the baba yaga house. yeah she kind of leads him to the witch basically she's kind of yeah. like a plot device for you to get from, from point a right. to point b yeah and that's it and so i kind of understand and that's why people probably were like this is way too much and yeah that, th- there's a lot going on once right. you added that in it's like what the fuck and yeah. then but it kind of makes sense because she is in, is in cahoots with the witch and so it's just like mm-hmm. She wants her eye back, but she also like wants Hellboy like dead. Like she can work for both fields. She can get yeah, what she yeah. wants from, from both people. So she kind of plays that that game, which makes sense. It it, it, it makes sense that as a plot device, it literally gets you from point A to point right, B. Right, right. But I just felt like they probably could have came up with it with another way. For right, her. I yeah. do. I agree with you. Like she probably out of everything that's happened in the movie, she probably wasn't needed. Yeah, she probably for yeah. sure. And you said it's easy because. Cause she even said like, Oh, we'll meet again. Like this isn't over basically. Yeah. It, it pretty much was, you know who she was? She was the black Manta of, of Aquaman in this movie. Yeah. Like it's like they threw you in there, but you really weren't needed for this movie. You're pretty much a setup for the sequel. I felt like she was that version of this. Yeah. Agreed. Definitely. Agreed. Um, and I guess it's just a bunch of more like random shit and essentially all, all as a setup to get them to, uh, to, to fight, um, Witch. Uh, the, the witch well actually right. before that they have the whole meetup with merlin and this is where you find out the big 
the big secret reveal, right? The big reveal, which they did it really quickly. Like a lot of people were really confused. I, I knew the story already, so I'm like, oh yeah, it's kind of cool they mentioned it. But I they mean, mentioned it so fast. It, 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 with, it w- with no setup? I don't know, it was strange. It was, it was really quick, but also, and like I said, like, I understand the criticism, like there's so much going on, Yeah, but it's bloated. it kind of goes back to the beginning sequence where you see King Arthur, and it's like, why yeah. is King Arthur here? It's true. Who cares? Yeah. Ex- oh, so Ex- Excalibur is the only way to kill her, Okay. So why is this important? Why is this important, right? And then it ties yeah. back into like he is literally yeah the spawn an heir to King Arthur. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much his mother was an heir to King Arthur. King and Arthur's she, daughter, basically. He got jiggy with the king of the demons. So he is a king in the human world and a king in the demon world. Right. So, so in the in the comics, that was a big part. He's pretty much like like he's being pulled in both directions. Like which legacy should I choose? And he chose, of course, humans. Right. Because you know, they actually loved them in a way, sort of, but yeah. <laughs> compared to the demons. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, <clears throat> uh, they pretty much use that. Like if you, if you, if you get the Excalibur, you'll, uh, set off this whole prophecy and you'll kill everybody and whatnot. Yeah. Basically like by accepting Excalibur, you submit to who you are. Right. And so then you submit to like, the demigods and the demons coming from hell and yeah, yeah. basically uh, starting the apocalypse, mm-hmm. um, which makes which happened in the original Hellboy as well. So um, Mila Jovovich as the queen, um, I mean, the queen really wasn't that interesting a character in the comics either. She was very like, you know, cookie cutter as well. Right. But there's just something about Mila Jovovich being in a cheesy film because I've been seeing her in all the, you know. Resident Evils. The Resident Evil. So I'm just like, oh, you're, you're, you're right at home. Yeah. And then your line delivery is like, yep. Yeah. It's, it's, you're, you're really enjoying the, 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 this right now. Yeah, she is. She's probably. She, she's, she's like a B star. She's like a B actress, but gets A-list roles. There, that's it. That's it. She has the acting of ability of B-listing and in B-list movies, but for some reason, they're all A movies in yeah, a way. Yeah, they yeah. always give it to her, yeah. Right. And, I, and I thought she was fine. I thought she was literally, like, the only thing that was kind of weird was, like, her henchman, the, the oh, hog. the pig? Yeah. Yeah. They, they didn't really explain it that much. They, they glazed through that, but it was Pretty much, he's like, a, he's like a shapeshifter. Right. And, they, um... Yeah, because fairies can't have babies, so they steal the babies, and then they... they they pass them off as to be raised as a child. Yeah. So that's their only source of finding love is to be replaced. Yeah. So when Hellboy gets rid of that, he's like, fuck Hellboy. And then that's it. So, yeah. So it was kind of weird. And um, other than that, his CGI was terrible. Oh, yeah. Especially when he got big. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. It, it's, it's all bad. It's all, yeah, CGI was just terrible. <laughs> Anything that was practical was good. Like Baba Yaga was practical and I thought she looked great. Yeah, she, she looked did. fucking gross, disgusting. And I thought it looked awesome. Yeah. Hellboy, I thought looked really good, too. But Baba Yaga is where I really saw the practical effects at play where I was like, yep, it's too bad. Not more of it couldn't have couldn't have been uh, practical right like, like i know guillermo del toro's uh version was a lot of practical yeah um the first well i think the second movie is where he shines where he he i didn't watch the second movie um in the recent times uh, i watched that one a long time but ago, it's but where he shines in his creativeness with the monsters yeah like, because, because he didn't follow the comics at all right but that's when he brings in a lot of monsters mm-hmm. in the second one the first one only has one monster that's it the first one Technically, like, like two monsters, three monsters, but it doesn't really have that much. Has basically the... It's got those frogs, those big frog things. Yeah, and so basically those frog things, they just keep reproducing. Right. And so it's, um, it's, it's yeah. the henchman and the villain in the movie, 
and the fog things mm-hmm. and then one big like like urn shit like yeah, the yeah. sea urn shit kind of creature and then that's it mm-hmm. so that it wasn't really and much and the big tentacle thing at the very yeah end. that's what I'm talking about the, like the tentacle thing at the end oh okay so that, that's it there's those, those fog creatures and the tentacle thing there mm-hmm. wasn't really much playing around with like creatures and stuff in this movie in the first in the original Hellboy so and he did use a mixture of practical effects and yeah yeah and CGI, which I said, like, 2004 looked fine. Mm-hmm. Comparing to this movie, they look almost exactly the same, and yeah. that's a problem. What I didn't care for in this movie, I know that his father figure had to die. It's just kind of weird the way they did it here. Like, it was like, pull the sword out of the stone, and then he's like, no, and then, oh, killing your dad, uh, and then to get him angry to pull it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, it just felt a little, little weird. I don't know what it was about it. I guess I was just so stuck on the comic one that the dad pretty much dies so early that you mostly know who the dad is through flashbacks. Right, and even in the uh, the uh, the Guillermo del Toro movie, he dies pretty early on too. So yeah, it just, so it was already weird seeing him so long in the movie. The Guillermo del Toro one, it it yeah, gets killed by the Nazis in that one. He gets killed by yeah the no the, the villain basically yeah well he is a Nazi technically yeah the the, the clockwork one yeah. yeah. Uh, what happens is is that um is that Ron Perman's character Ron, Ron Perman's Hellboy is so love struck and mm. like he gets jealous because the main character is like the main the, the agent that got oh, like oh yeah the, the the rookie that got assigned to him is on a date with Liz so he mm. leaves the base to go like spy uh, and while he's gone his dad dies damn that's an Uncle Ben moment right there basically damn okay I, yeah. I, I, it's coming back to me a yeah little bit. yeah and so yeah so it was just really like what the mm. fuck you yeah know? yeah it's a little weird um the, the thing that kind of threw me off was the way Alice talks to the dead people that, like the dead person like comes out of her fucking what's, mouth but what's that like, i have no what idea. is that that's because she said it at one point but i didn't catch on I, what it was yeah i don't really remember what it was either i was just so weirded out by how that is that's not in the comics at all yeah, but the i mean slime what? and like it makes me yeah see, it's yeah. something they added but it just looks so bad especially when when they when ian mcshane does it at the end it looks terrible it looked so that was probably the worst cg of the movie it was yeah. probably that with his fucking floating head that made no sense with yeah. anything else. It looked terrible. Um, it looked really bad. But I did like the conversation they had where he's pretty much, again, going so, back to his son. Stop being a little bitch. Yeah, yeah. It was basically the same thing. Like, stop being a bitch. And you, I'm glad I saved you. I'm glad I raised you. Yeah, yeah. I love you. Kill this bitch. I'm dead. Boo-hoo. <laughs> Grow some balls. Like, yeah, it was good. It was... Um, it, I, I, you know, the more I think about it, their tough love thing, I, I really enjoyed the tough love. And the love. thing is, it, it made sense. It made, it made perfect sense. Um, yeah, his occupation was to kill things, not really. Like, he never was a dad. It made sense. He's a soldier trying yeah. to raise a kid. Yeah. He doesn't know the first thing about that. So, and, it, it makes more sense. And... um. In the original, like, it's not the same. Like, um, his dad is a lot older. Right. It's kind of weird that they didn't show why he aged, but whatever. Yeah. His dad was supposed no, to be No, it was like 60 old. years, basically. He saved them, like, in, like, you know, he, it, it's like current, current mm-hmm. day, and he saved yeah. them during the Nazis, so he's, like, old as fuck. Yeah. And um, he, um, he's, he kind of protects Hellboy. Yeah. He like watches he, He's more loving Like everyone is against Hellboy Right um, it, was, it was John Hurt I do remember him being more loving Yeah He basically has him like Which is probably closer to the comic version actually The yeah. more loving version He has him kind of like locked up But for his own good Like don't escape Don't cause trouble like, I'm trying to protect you Kind of thing Right Oh that's the other thing Because in this world They don't know about him they do know, they kind of know about him, but not really. Mm, I do remember that. Like, yeah, in, in it, the Ron Perman uh, Hellboy is that 
they 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 people seen glimpses of him, but they don't really know about him. Oh, okay. But he keeps them locked up because he keeps escaping to go see Liz and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And so he keeps them like locked up because like you, you people can't know about you because yeah. we need to keep you like because the the government is is funding us, but then you're also like fucking shit up, mm-hmm. like you're releasing monsters or like fucking like. It's kind of like the Avengers, like you you're working for the government, but you keep like fucking the road. Oh yeah, it's more like um Incredibles. Incredibles, that's there a good go. word. Yeah, where like you keep yeah, fucking uh, everything uh, up. Property damage. Yeah, property damage and making a ruckus, and you're supposed to be government funded. Like we can't have you be doing that. Mm. So it's kind of like that. So mm. they keep them locked up. Yeah. In a way. Okay, that's probably another reason why I didn't really care for. The but first movie but yeah, that. he's more loving. But then his character is so caught up on Liz, yeah. and they, they were kind of raised together. They don't really, they don't really have chemistry. It's just kind of like they were raised together, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. But let's go back to the uh, the new movie because we're here to talk. Oh about yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, one of the things that I liked that the, 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 the movie, the the remake did was it actually just treated Hellboy the way pretty much the whole world knows about him, like. He's out on the street. He's out like people kind of look at him and be like, oh, okay. But, but no one goes, oh my God, it's a monster. Yeah. So it's just like every day he walks into places. He can go into a cafe. He can go to a fucking Starbucks and no one's going to go like, oh my God. Yeah. This guy's like a monster. They'll give him a look, but they won't like. They'll give him a look like, oh shit, that's, that's fucking Hellboy. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not like, like shocking, which is what I liked about it. Yeah. Because that's how it is. That's one of the things that threw me off about the comic that I'm reading the comic. I'm like, no one's reacting to this fucking red dude just going into people's homes and like helping them. Like, it's just common knowledge. And it's never explained how it's common knowledge that he's like that. Yeah. But uh, the movie treated him the same way. Yeah. Which is probably the other reason why he didn't have the same angst because he doesn't need that angst because they know they know who he is. Yeah. From the original. Oh, yeah. So with the pep talk from the dad, he pretty much just decapitates this chick like nothing. Yeah. And then fucking calls it a day. It was like, bam. Yeah. Bam. Once, once he does uh, grab that Excalibur, so obviously the, the demons and hell opens up. Yeah. Oh, that's true. The terrible CGI, obviously, on that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. It kills and, the shit out of people in the most goriest ways. Yeah, and like, I, that was some Silent Hill level shit. And I'm pretty squeamish when it comes to blood. I'm just like, I like either looked away a little bit or like slightly like closed my eyes because I just can't stand the sight of like even blood. Um. So yeah. So it was just like yeah. hell opens up and they just fuck yeah, shit up yeah, until yeah. until he pretty much says like, no, I'm not. I'm not this. Right. I'm not Hellboy, the 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 king mm-hmm. of demons. Basically. So uh, funny, and uh, this is the moment in the comics where he's supposed to die. So so Nimue releases, you know, hell or whatever, and she's about to like take over the world, and he kills her. But as she's dying, her ghost like rips his heart out. So they pretty much kill each other. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm fucking dead. And then he goes down to hell, and that's a whole other storyline. So from this point on, it's the BPRD on a, from a separate comic that has to deal with the hell on earth like fiasco and and that's where you get all the other characters so this movie pretty much combined both series because it was hellboy in his own adventures and it was the bprd in their own adventures so uh so overall i thought it was a good movie i i do agree that obviously there's a lot going on we just said it like literally it's from like king arthur to the fucking that yeah to 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 the the giants the the, fairies the the witch the yeah there's clearly a lot hell there's (laughs) clearly a lot going on but if you're paying attention yeah, it, it all connects. Uh, it all connects. It all makes sense. As long as you treat it as it's not true, it's not taking itself seriously. Yeah, and that's 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 what it is. Yeah, I just and I just thought um, I really thought it wasn't that bad. Yeah, 
I just wish there would have more. Oh, I mean, there's a lot. That's the thing. There was a lot in this movie, but I kind of liked if they were going to put in the team aspect, I would have liked to have seen more of the actual team. But I guess this is supposed to be the beginning of the team. So they're probably going to start recruiting more after. Like here, you see they're going to recruit Abe Sapien. That, that right. was one of the after credit scenes. And um, did you wait till the very, very end? Like the post post credit scene? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much Baba Yaga. Yeah. Yeah, Baba Yaga talking to uh, to someone that's like unseen to go uh, hunt out to to hunt Hellboy. For the comic book readers, that's like a character. Uh, he's like this soldier that never fucking dies. He can't die, and he's like unbeatable. He kills everything, and pretty much he does jobs for people that promise him that they'll kill him. So the witch was pretty much like, "Kill Hellboy, not promise you'll die." What about the other scene where it was like him at the grave and he's visiting his dad? The Nazi guy. Oh, Lobster I Johnson. I, I don't remember the, the, that other scene, the one that you just talked about. Oh, then that was the final, final credit scene. You didn't see it. It's after the credits completely. It's after what I just, yeah. what I just saw? What, that one, the, the yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't probably see that one then. Well, okay, yeah, you're talking about the Lobster Johnson scene. So that's pretty much a... <laughs> he's like a World War II hero. He's like their version of like Captain America. Yeah, I figured. And Hellboy like grew up with those comics and the show. But yeah. what really is... Like, they use him as propaganda, but he really was an actual hero that fought. Yeah. So, that actually was one of the first uh, opening scenes when they showed the flashback to uh, to, the, to him being born. He was yeah. in there. So, I thought that was kind of cool. So, yeah, he's a reoccurring character as a ghost in the comics now. Like, he helps out and oh, shit like okay. that. So, it was kind of cool. So, again, it's more world building. Like, they set him up so that he can be in it later. Probably, yeah. And the actor that played as him was actually uh, Thomas Hayden Church. He's Sandman in Spider-Man 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, he is. Because I'm like, fuck, I know that voice. And at the end, when I saw the credits, I'm like, ah, there it is. So yeah, it was really just a lot of world building for so, a trilogy of movies. Yeah, it's a lot. And it's, it's it kind of sucks that there's not going to be, obviously, there won't be a sequel. There won't be. And it's unfortunate. I feel like this movie, strangely enough, this movie's going to be a cult classic years later. I think so. Yeah. I think probably. I think people look back at it and go, maybe they were too hard on it. it I, I truly think that they were. Like, I, I, I know that superhero fatigue is a thing and we've seen so many good ones yeah and technically this counts as superhero yeah so but it wasn't it really wasn't that bad like it was i really don't think there was anything bad other than cgi and maybe other than definitely the cgi was and, bad but and, i admit it i admit it's yeah bad. and maybe but to me it added to the campiness yeah, of it and even and maybe the story being so much so heavy yeah other than that, honestly, like maybe you cut maybe a couple scenes and this is a solid. Yeah, movie. if they if they would have worried less about making sequels and just worried more, eh, at the end of the day, it probably still wouldn't have gotten the same views. So, yeah. So fuck it, throw in all the you wanted. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like I said, like people were really like hard on this movie, and and, and they kept s s comparing it to the the Guillermo del Toro movie. And I only saw the I, first. I, I think that was the main downfall. Yeah, that I, from the get go, nobody gave it a chance because it's not Guillermo because it's not Guillermo del Toro. I, Everyone wanted a Hellboy three. Yeah, and Hellboy three production turned into this. Yeah, and I don't know. I didn't. Want, I didn't have seen the Golden the Golden Army in a while, basically since it came out. So I don't remember it really. But the first one wasn't that amazing either i know i it, i don't know the first one it had even it hellboy wasn't even the main character the agent who gets assigned to hellboy is the main the character rookie. I, I remember and that then he doesn't even come for the next sequel and yeah. it's it, it was, they, they write him off in like one sentence it was i felt like this movie with the hellboy was inspired by the spider-man yeah like he was like the peter parker without the superhero powers and then mm. hellboy was his like spider-man ish yeah 
And I so yeah, it was just, it was just really just. I mean, it came out a long time ago, well, 2004, so I can't really compare, but it was just also very just 2004 superhero yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I remember thinking that too, but... So, oh. but like I said, I did line-wise, like writing-wise, like line-wise, mm. it's, it's, I think Von Perman has a better delivery. Mm. He's more f- wittier. I'll, I'll have to watch it again. And, and David Harbour's character isn't witty in this movie. No. He, but, but the thing is, is he's so caught up with his like teen angst of his like yeah. what's going on with his dad and there's so much going on in the movie he doesn't have time to be like yeah. and his jokes are very they're bad jokes but they're like really bad jokes yeah. on purpose I did like that that Capricorn <laughs> joke where he's oh, yeah. like he's like we'll never work cause you're Cap- I'm a Capricorn you're fucking nuts like, you're fucking crazy yeah, yeah like, I, I really enjoyed that that's probably it honestly from mm-hmm. line delivery wise um, I, I, I did like though uh, he was portrayed very like I like like a crazy playful like like when he pisses off Damio at the end to turn him he's like come on man let it out let it out and he just punches him he's like blah, 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 blah. come on let him out and then he just fucking morphs and he's like yeah. that's what I'm talking about like what I did like he feels very like team player I liked um I guess I didn't have a time of what he would like we did like about his care his act his acting and his character was I liked how he wasn't in control of like his strength in a way. Oh yeah, he kept breaking his phone. Oh man, that, that actually was a really good ongoing joke. Yeah, oh, damn it. Yeah, he kept breaking his phones. He um he pushed the elevator. He kept going up. What's when he go see um? He went to go see Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga, and he keeps punching the elevator. And like it's not working. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's clearly like too strong to be like in this world, you know, yeah. basically. And so he has a function like like a delicate flower. Sometimes mm-hmm. and I thought that was pretty funny. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But uh, overall, call me fucking crazy, but I think this was better than yeah. the, the Guillermo del Toro movies. I So far, I think they're... I'm not going to say Guillermo del Toro was better or not because, like I said, I haven't seen Golden, Golden Army. And okay. I, maybe I'm thinking that's what people are like, this is like top tier. Right. They, 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 they are. You're right. Because, people do say the second one is the best. Because I think the, the first one's very standard. Yeah. There wasn't... But what's good about the first one, the original Hellboy, 2004 Hellboy... Was Ron Perman's character line delivery was fine, was great. The story's consistent. There's not much going on. It's pretty yeah. much the same thing. Like Nazis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazis. They, he, they stuck to one storyline. Yeah, one storyline, and yeah, it's easy to follow. Basically, the the Nazis in the beginning come back, and they just want to. They want him to become the apocalypse. Basically, right, right. submit it, it's, to, it's, the, to, to the demon inside of him. Yeah, and then that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Yeah. That, and, it, and that's the storyline basically so it's pretty easy to follow it's not hard yeah so as a viewer it's easy to digest this one is pretty hard to digest mm. um but like i said i gotta watch the golden army and i'll probably watch it and i'll probably get back to you guys maybe in a sense of like really quickly do they compare like because yeah it, it really did bother me that I, people I, I are, actually like, do want to see them you said you saw the first one like on hulu or something on right? netflix i believe on netflix. On, it's on netflix. Uh, I'll, one, I'll, I'll give it a shot because i do want to see it again make yeah. sure i remember not thinking either of them one and two were okay it's it's just like uh, for anyone to know like you guys are looking up on your phones but one of them is on netflix or hulu and the other one's on like another another service like oh, they're both separate. not on the same service i hate but when they do that if you have both or three services, you'll find them. Mm-hmm. Prime, Hulu, Netflix, they're on either or. Yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, so overall, good movie. But, uh, I mean, that's about it. Well, actually, uh, the last thing. They finally bring in uh, Abe Sapien. That, that was the setup for the next movie. Right. 
that's never gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's like, hey, we got Ape Sapien back. It's kind of weird seeing the BPRD without Ape Sapien because he is the leader of it without Hellboy. But right. whatever. They wanted to, you know, just throw him in there to be. And, like, and the comic is he's so like because in the um, my only sort of interpretation of him was a uh, Hellboy original, and he's like you know bookworm kind of just like not really a fighter, kind of just like a, the scientist. Oh, I mean. Kind of, but not as extreme. I, I I think the the Guillermo Hellboy really put him in that. Like he actually could fight. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, he was book smart, and he was still like a scientist. But no, he could definitely hold his own when it came to fighting. Okay, okay, cool. Like he was he was very well trained. So. Yeah, it would have been a good movie. It would have been a good action movie. Yeah, but, but maybe in another universe. I, I I do think that once this is over, who knows? Like maybe I think it should be a show. Like. Yeah, after watching after watching this movie, I hundred percent agree that it should be a show. Yeah, but it's not gonna happen for a long time. Cause think about it, they did the movies, the the Guillermo movies. They didn't get their third movie that all the fans wanted. They did this reboot. It's a failed reboot essentially. And are they gonna do a show right after this? No, it's it's gonna be time. Because if not, the show's gonna flop. Because they're just gonna compare it to oh, here's another reboot. Uh, but people are gonna have Hellboy fatigue at this point. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. But, but if know. it happens, it's got to be another fucking 10 years. Eh, maybe 10 years is pushing it. Five, maybe five years. Maybe something. five years. But I could easily see it, like, even if, even if, let's say I picked up today or tomorrow, I could see Netflix doing it, doing it right. For example, like, um, uh, Dear White People is a, is a sh- movie that came out and was a movie that, that became a show on Netflix. Which one? Dear White People. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, one. yeah. What they did in the Netflix show That's right, was, they did make it into a show. For like a few episodes, they're following the movie. Like it's the same plot line from the movie. And then it, it changes to like their own thing. Oh, that's weird. They followed the movie. Okay. Yeah, so they follow the movie like, like beat by beat. Obviously mm. different actors playing the actors. Yeah, the, oh, that's very strange. Yeah, and then they just, they just they divert and they make their own yeah. like storyline. So I feel that like, especially with... The movie, Hellboy, the movie being so much, mm-hmm. I feel like they could make a Netflix show or absolutely Amazon they, show and then just make this longer and just drag it out a little bit more, give it more exposition and just make it a proper show. Definitely. I, I do think that there is um, a, a good story to be told here for sure. Yeah. I think that's about wraps it up. Uh, overall, we already said what we thought about it. Yeah, solid. I do think if you guys... Solid. You guys should go check it out. Obviously, it might not be in theaters for long. Support it. Hopefully, support it enough for it breaks even. And then maybe someone thinks about picking it up. I do think there's a good... Especially with the way this one was told and the potential it has. I really think in this vein, in this style, there's something good here. So, yeah. I, I, really, I really think uh, you guys should support it. Yeah. I think it'll be a cult classic uh, uh, later on, for sure. Yeah. Alrighty, then. Alright, guys. Later. Bye-bye. <laughs>